Thank you for tuning in and listening to Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Pastors Derek and Belinda Minor, we thank you right now and may God bless you for listening and tuning in. Mark 11, 23. You have got to learn to speak to your situation. Have I got it? Connie, could you give me 2 Corinthians 4 and 13? Already got there. Mark eleven twenty three. Somebody read that for us. For shortly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and, do, I'm sorry, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done, and he will have whatever he says. Hallelujah. What does it say again? Read one more time. It, it says that for shortly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain. Whoever first says you got to say something to your situation. What happens is we don't speak to our situations. We let our situations speak to us. Situation tells us I can't overcome this. Come on. I can't stop this. But we got to reverse that and speak to our situation. He says whoever shall say to this mountain, keep going. Be removed and be cast into the sea. And does not doubt in his heart. Watch this. Ah, here's the key point. I can't doubt it. What happens is when I speak to it, don't doubt creep in sometimes. Come on. The devil say, well, what if it don't work? Mm. How you going to look then? Well, how you know it's going to happen? It don't matter what I think. It matter what God has said. God says, speak to my mountain, my situation, my problem. Speak to it. And tell her, you know what? You are not going to stand in my way. Guess what mountains do? They block the scenery, don't they? You can't see the other side because of the mountain. So God says, when you can't see your way through something, you got to remove the mountain in your life. In other words, that mountain is blocking my view. And I can't see God because of the mountain that's in my life. So I got to speak to the mountain that's in my way. I say, you know what? Mountain of debt, you got to go. Mountain of finance, you got to go. Mountain of sickness, you got to go. You are standing in my way. So you got to speak to it. We always hear the voice of our mountain telling us, I'm too big. You can't do this. You can't move mountains. Who are you to try to move a mountain? But God says, if you don't doubt in your heart and you believe the things that you said will come to pass, that you shall have whatsoever you say. But so I got to speak to it. I got to tell my problem, you know what? You are no match. The words that I'm more than a conqueror. The words that I'm an overcomer. The words that have gone before me who can be against me. The words that I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me. The words that if I can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. You got to learn to speak to it. That happens in your life. Speak to it. Tell your body, you know what? You're going to obey me. Hallelujah. You're going to obey me. You know why? Because God gave me the ability to believe him. Honey, read, read the rest of it. Read this. 413. 2 Corinthians 4.13. Watch this. And since we have the same spirit of faith. Since we have the same spirit of faith. Now watch this. Faith has two actions. Watch this. 
according to what is written. Second Corinthians 4 13. I believe. I believe. So faith has to believe first. Once faith believes, what happens next? I don't believe that. Faith has to speak next. A lot of times we say we got something, but we don't say it. It says, first of all, I believe, then I spoke. Remember, he says, you got to believe in your heart, then say to the mountain, be removed. In other words, you got to speak to your situation. You believe, then you speak. But a lot of times, our speech is not filled with faith, is it? Come on. It's filled with doubt. Yes. I can tell where a person is spiritually, not by the zone of spirits, but by what they talk about. Come on. I can see where their faith is at. By their conversation. Is it full of doubt and negative? I know they got faith because everything they say is doubt. Unbelieving. Not sure. But when it's faith, it says, you know what? I know what's going to happen for me. I don't care what it looks like. I walk by faith, not by sight. Not by what I see, not by what I feel, not by what I sense, not by what I heard somebody else say, but I walk by faith. It says, therefore I believe, then I spoke. So faith has two parts. You gotta believe first, then you gotta speak what you believe. So it's like whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed. That problem on your job, say, you know what? Be removed. And you don't doubt, guess what? See y'all later. Hey! That person's gone. See you later. God says, speak to that mountain. That situation in your life that's causing you trouble, speak to it. Say, you know what? You can't stay here. Because wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. So you can't stay here. This space is not big enough for both of us. Problem, you got to go in Jesus' name. So you got to speak to your situation. Don't let your situation speak to you. Because it's always going to tell you it's bigger than your God. Because the bigger you make your mountain, the smaller you make your God. All right. God says, I can do all things. God says, you just believe all things are possible if you, you just believe. God knows what he can do, but God needs you to connect to him by faith. Amen. You see, you can connect to God by anything by faith. Can I be real? Come on, be real. Your crying don't move God. Hallelujah. Your begging God don't move. You can cry a bucket of tears. It's not going to move God. God says, you got to come to me by what? Faith. Faith. You can't come to me here carrying my buckets of tears, Lord. You see how much I cried, I asked you, I begged you for this. God's not moved by that. He's moved only by faith. If you can believe, then he'll do it. But if you doubt, the Bible says this in Psalm 84. It says, if you will walk upright, he won't withhold any good thing from you. Now, if you are not walking upright, then all the good things are not going to come. Am I, am I just playing plain here? I can't expect God to meet my need if I'm not living in the right place. Somebody say amen. He said, if I will walk upright, he won't withhold anything. It'll, it'll come my way. Remember, he'll reward of them that diligently seek him. 
I just gotta, do you know why? I just gotta be stay upright. If you fall, get up. Don't stay down. The Bible says a just man, he'll fall seven times. But you know what? He gets back up. He says, you know what? I learned. I'm, 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 I'm going to keep on walking. I fall. I'm going to keep on walking. I, I, I made mistakes, but I'm going to keep on walking. Because the Bible says I'm just if I just get back up. The unjust, they get knocked down. They stay down. The devil gives them a standing ten count. He says, you are I didn't put you out. But you got to learn to fight. Hallelujah. I like what she said. The devil can't win long be fighting. Because we are greater as he is in hey, us than he is in the world. The devil knows you are stronger than he is. Yes. Can I make that real? The devil knows you are stronger than he is. But if you don't believe in the ability that God has given you, you always fail. The greater one is in you. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Behold, I give you power over all. A L L. The power of the enemy. Hallelujah. All the power. I give you power over all. The power of the enemy. In other words, devil can't do nothing. Why? I got the power. He ain't got all he got is deception. But if he can get me to disbelieve, to doubt what God has invested inside of you and me, we don't we doubt what God's given us? Come on, yeah, we do. He, he doubted. Don't you question sometimes whether you saved or not? You question it. I'm not sure if I'm really saved. I'm sure if I'm really where I'm supposed to be. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You got to know that you believe. Hallelujah. The next thing, number three. You gotta make up your mind. James 1 and 5. Somebody get that for me. Come on now. She said, David and Goliath. And then remember, you're on the radio. You're on the radio, so talk loud. And you hear y'all over the world. Story of David and Goliath, where David spoke to that mountain, which the mountain was Goliath, and he told him, I'm gonna kill you. And Goliath laughed at it. But the next thing you know, Goliath was down, and then he went and chopped his head Amen. off. Amen. And he held it up to let him know, I spoke to the mountain, and I told the mountain what I was gonna do. And I worked that mountain. Amen. Amen. David said, You know what? I killed a bear, and I killed a lion, and Goliath, you next. Amen. He knew what he was saying. James 1 and 5. So read it for me. You got to make up your mind. Listen to that. If you ask God, make sure your faith is where? In God and in God alone. In other words, you can't have a secondary plan. You know what we do? We got a plan A and a what? Plan a plan B. B. Amen. God says it can't be that way with me. You got to trust in me and me alone. There cannot be a plan B with God. It's always got to be a plan A. You know what? You're my only hope. I trust you. If you don't do it, and it won't be done. If you don't deliver me, then I just die in faith. Glory to God. But I stand with you, God, no matter what. It can't be a plan B. 
We say, Lord, if you bless me with this money, but at the same time, we're looking up, pay that loan, like somebody say amen. amen. Well, just in case God don't come, I'm going to go get me a pay that loan. Somebody say amen. amen. That's plan B, isn't it? Or let me call my mama. Just mama and daughter, if God will answer me, I'm going to need some money. I'm going to knock. Somebody say amen. With God, there cannot be a plan B. And God said, Lord, if you don't do it, then it's just not your will. I'm going to stay in your will no matter what. I'm going to trust you. So if you got to believe in God and God alone. We don't watch this. Ooh, it says don't waver. In other words, it says make up your mind. You got to be determined. You know what? This is what I want. Now, can I just be real? When y'all got that knucklehead in your life, when your mind made up with it, I want him, I, I want her, I, I want somebody say amen. Amen. You determine, I, I don't care what mama say, I don't care what my friends say, I don't care what daddy say, I, I, want, I want them. Am I just keeping it real? Keeping it real, you keeping it real. Everybody said, they ain't good for you, they, they bad for you, but you were determined. If it wasn't him, if I can't have them, I'm just gonna die. Somebody say amen. All right, amen. You were determined. Now, why can't we apply that same thing with God? I said, you know what, Lord? I trust you. I don't care what no one else said. I believe you, Lord, because you don't lie. It says, let every man be a liar, but let God's word be true. I believe you, God, because you can't lie. And that thing is impossible for you to lie. So I stand on your word. It says, don't wait. In other words, stay rooted firm. You know what? I believe I don't care what happened. I believe God. I believe God. The more you say it, the more, come on, sister, the more you're going to believe. I can make it through. I can make it through. Just to encourage my sister back there. The Lord put me on a 40 day fast, too. On that 40 day fast, I was struggling. There were some days I was so hungry. There were some days the devil was just fighting me, but I kept telling my body, you gonna, I, you gonna, you gonna obey me. You are not gonna eat. You, you gonna do what I say do this time. And other times I obey you, and when I obey you, buddy, I got a trouble. But I'm gonna trust God. I didn't waver. Cause watch this. Every time you fasting, everybody wanna buy you food. Like, who was y'all when I wasn't fasting? Who was y'all when I was broke? Who was y'all when? Two months ago, when when I was really hungry, and you, now every day, come on, you want some lunch? You, you want some? You want some? You want some of this? I, I even had one of my good friends, Pastor Avis, bring me some my favorite pecan rolls on my job. And he said he was so happy, he was all proud. He was like, "I got something for you, brother." I was like, "Brother, I can't eat that." My body was saying, "You gonna eat it?" God, he brought it to you. Want to offend him? But I can hear God saying, you got to want something better. You got to want something better. You told me you want more of me. You told me you want more power. Then I got to be stronger than a pink. I love pink out rose. Glory to God. Matter of fact, I told my wife, when it's over with, the first thing I'm buying is a pink out rose. Now, I waited a week, but I had me some last night. Glory to God. But before then, nobody came and bought me anything. Nobody came up with me anything because I wasn't fasting. But when I started, everybody started wanting to treat me, buy me stuff. I was like, Lord, have mercy. 
I said, devil, you are a liar. Are you a liar? I'm not, I'm not going to fall for this. And, and let me tell you, I told God before I started fast. God told me to fast. About three, three four, six weeks ago, he said, I want you to fast 40 days. He said, there's some spirits I want you to bind, but you got to bind them in the spirit. He said, but you want to fast. You want to fast with this. You can't, you can't do this on your own. You got to fast. So I began to fast. Last Friday, that was my last day, my 40th day, I, I started a dream. And in my dream, this spirit came in my dream. And he was a strong, strong man. And I began to wrestle him. I, I just started wrestling. I, I wasn't sure was he was a man. I didn't know what he was, but I was wrestling. And he was pinning me back. And when, when he started pinning me back, I just said, the blood of Jesus. And I started prevailing against him. And he struggled. He started pushing me back. And I just said, the blood of And I started pushing him back. And finally, it, this went on for hours in my sleep. And finally, I pinned him. And I, I woke up the next morning. My wife told me, she says, now I, I didn't tell her anything. She says, I had a dream a week ago that you were wrestling in your sleep. She said, I saw you, she said, a week ago before I dreamed it, so I saw you just wrestling, fighting. And I said, you know what, last night, when I woke up, I felt like I was fighting Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, all at one time. What's that girl, Rhonda? I fought for all of them. Because I felt the effects of it. But I won. God showed me, you won. But you know what? I had to make up my mind. Because can I just be real? I hate fasting. Y'all are like, yeah, what? I hate fasting. When God said 40 days, I said, Lord, you sure? I said, can I go three days? Can I go five days? He said, 40. 40 days. I just said, yes, Lord. And throughout that 40 days, you better believe I was battling unbelief. And Dr. Devil says, you fasting in vain. Ain't nothing going to change. People ain't going to change. You wasting your I can hear it all the time. I can hear it because when you're fasting, God will always speak to you. God, you have to go through. And God showed me in the book of Matthew when he was fasting, the devil came. And tempted. Remember, the devil came and tempted him. Now, the angels did not come until after the 40 days were over with. Then the Bible says after the 40 days, the angels came and ministered. So in the fasting, I felt alone. I began to doubt, Lord, am I, am I doing the right thing? Is anything on? And I, I would just pray. And intercede all night long. I was praying for my sons, my daughters. I was praying for the church. I was just interceding. And the devil was like, it ain't going to work. I don't care how much you pray fast. They ain't going to come to church. They ain't going to get sick. I can hear him just talking to me. I said, devil, you a liar. And what I learned to do when he talked, I just start worshiping. I put my eyes to start worshiping. So you cannot waver. It says, them that waver is like a wave, toss, toss, back and forth. That's doubt. Now, doubt, when you're doubting, it's, it's in between God. It's in between not believing God in faith. Because you, you want to believe, but your mind. You see, doubt is an issue of the mind. Unbelief is an issue of the heart. 
So when I'm doubting, it's my mind going back and forth. So what I got to do, I got to strain my mind to focus in on what God said. Number four, you got to pray fast. I'll talk about it a little bit. Let's go to Matthew 17 real quick. It's about to close. Matthew 17. Matthew 17 and 14. So read that real loud for me. Matthew 17 and 14. Watch this. Read a little loud because you're on the radio. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before them, and Jesus said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffered terribly. He often falls into the fire and water. He often. Oh, excuse me. He often falls into the fire. And they pour into the water. So I brought it to your disciples. But they couldn't heal. Watch, she says, My son is suffering. The spirit is causing him to have epilepsy. And the spirit is trying to kill him. I brought it to your disciples. But they could not do anything. We don't watch what Jesus says. Jesus says, You are faithfulness and corrupt people. How long must I? How long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring me the boy here. Bring, bring the boy here to me. Uh-huh. And then Jesus rebuked the demon and the boy and left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Watch this. Jesus rebuked the spirits in that boy. The demon left. The boy was fine. Read on. Watch this. I want you to see this. Afterwards, the disciples asked Jesus privately. Why couldn't we cast out that demon? Now watch this. They're, they're embarrassed. They look, Lord, they got to him alone. Lord, why couldn't we cast him out? Because you gave us authority and power. Why couldn't we cast him out? We've done it before, but why couldn't we cast him out? We read the reason response. You don't have You don't have enough faith. He says, in other words, he says, because of your unbelief, you have a complete lack of faith. Watch this. They were trying to do it in their own ability, and they couldn't do it. Now, read on. Read, read the next part. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could have said, you could have said to the mountain, move from uh-huh. here to there, and it would have moved. Nothing would be impossible. Uh-huh. Amen. And what Chuck says this, it says, how be it this kind only comes out but by prayer and fasting. In other words, he says, you need two things working in your life. You need prayer, a relationship with God, intimate relationship. In other words, you gotta become a praying people. You see, what happens is we don't pray enough, amen? We don't spend enough time in God's presence. Whoever you want to be like, if you hang around them long enough, you'll be like them. Am I right? So if I want to be more like Jesus, I got to hang around Jesus in prayer. So if I'm up on a Christ in prayer all the time, I'm going to be more like him. He says, establish a relationship. Then he says, and fasting. Relationship and discipline. He says, this kind. 
just comes out by prayer and fasting. In other words, you need relationship and you need discipline. You got to train yourself. Because what happens is, if you're not training your body, your body is going to overpower you, your habits, the old nature in you. Am I right? Because, watch this, the more time you spend out of God's word, the more you start cussing, your temper, the old you begins to do what? Come about to you. The more you spend time in God's word, God's word brings out of you the best. All of a sudden, instead of anger, gentleness comes. Uh, instead of cussing, blessing comes. Uh, instead of doubting, faith comes. It's all around who you spend time with. You cannot be a praying, fasting people and have doubt or have failure. When you pray and fasting, you will always have success. Now, God don't take everybody going on a 40-day fast. You understand that? But you should at least fast once a week, twice a week. Because God made you fast. Because the more you fast, guess what it's doing? It's disciplining the body. It's telling the body, you are not in charge. I'm in charge. Fasting, the Bible says, fasting sets the oppressed free. When, when you're going through a trial and you don't know what's going on, fast. What God will do is bring deliverance to your fasting. He'll bring an answer to your fasting. Anytime you are not getting answers just by praying along, fast with it. Start fasting. What's going to happen is your answer comes speedily. God sends it. And all of a sudden, deliverance come up. And the whole assignment read Isaiah 58. It's all about fasting. Finally, you got to trust God. In that scripture, the father says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. He said, Lord, I'm trying to believe, but help my unbelief. I need you to continually help me to believe. Somebody give me Proverbs 5, Proverbs 3 and 5, Proverbs 3, 5 and 8, through 8. The next thing is you got to trust God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You gotta learn, we gotta learn to trust God. Not when it's convenient, but all the time. Trust God for everything. It says trust God with all your heart and do what? Lean not to your own understanding. Don't try to figure it out. Don't we try to figure everything out? And you go crazy trying to figure out things. It won't work. It says, don't lean to your own understanding because God sees what you cannot see. Read or watch this. In all your ways. In what now? All your ways. Only the spiritual ways? All. Only things that really matters? All. Only the big things? All. All of our ways. Do what? Exactly. Lord, I need your help. Because... I'm afraid to make the wrong choice. Don't we choose crazy sometimes? Mm -hmm. By looking at appearance, by looking at what we think look good. But God says, trust me. I, I know the end from the beginning. I see everything. I see the inside of y'all. I see everything. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will do what? Direct. Direct. In other words, I'm going to show you where to go. Because think about directing 
as in a movie, what's a director do? He directs the scenes, doesn't he? He said, I need you to be over here. I need you to be on this part. I need you to say this. I need you to do this. That's what the director does. He's a director. He said, I'm going to show you what to do at the right time in order to get success. Trust me with all your heart. Don't try to figure God out. But trust me. Lord, I trust you. Y'all trust y'all God, don't y'all? And they'll lay you off in a heartbeat. Amen? Y'all trust y'all car and it won't start some days. Amen? Y'all trusted these chairs, didn't you? Because none of y'all tested it first, did y'all? To see what's going to hold you. You just sat down in it. None of y'all looked back and made sure did the test and see. Y'all all just sat down in it without thinking anything. Else. You just sat, am I right? You just sat down. You didn't test it. You didn't say, Donnie, sit in here first for me. You tested out yourself. Glory to God. The same way you trusted this chair, you got to have more trust in God. Amen? Because didn't he create you? Don't he know the end and the beginning and the middle and in between? He knows everything. Don't your father know what's best for you? Christ said your father knows what you have need of. He already knows. You don't just stand this time. If he knows, then all I got to do is just say, Lord, I don't got to tell you. All I got to do is say, Lord, I believe you. All I got to do is speak to my situation. Say, so you know what? I command, because watch this. How many need to raise on your job and see your hands? Then the secret is, you know what? Say, you know what? First, be faithful. Be a, be a good worker. Number one. Two, now you can command. You know what? I bind the spirit of stinginess on my job. And I can, Lord, you said I'm the head, not the tail. You said I'm above and not beneath. So, Lord, you said if I, if I would just give, you would give back to me. If I would do right before your sight, you would bless me. So I command raises to come. Guess what? It will come your way. Because God said, and you'll be willing and obedient, you eat of the good of the land. God said that in his word. All we got to do is do our part. What's our part? Whatever I do in word and deed, do it all to his glory. I'm not doing it for TNL. I'm doing it for Jesus. Amen. I'm not going to work for Larry Wolf. I'm going to work for Jesus. Amen. I don't care how Larry Wolf acts as an owner. I don't care how anybody else act. I'm coming. I'll come my customers act. I'm coming because I, I love the Lord. And when I serve them, I'm serving them. Sometimes I get cussed out, told off, go out crazy, all kinds of stuff. But you know why I just smile? Because I'm doing it for him. I'm not doing it for them. I, they can say what they want to say. I know who I belong to. And the whole time we've been there, we never arrived, never anything. Amen. People come in, even drugs, everybody come in that place. Drug dealers, drunks, everything. When they come in, they behave and they go back out. Why? Because I pray, Lord, protect this place. Amen. When I was at Blockbuster, I pray, protect this place. Protect it. When I said, Lord, as long as I'm here, we got protection. Guess what? When I left Blockbuster, it never been robbed. Then when I left, that next year, they got robbed six times. Why? Because you makes that you make that job special because you're there. That plan can't come down if you're there. If you're in your assignment, somebody say amen. amen. Because God watches over his children. But you gotta learn to trust him with all of your heart. All, and that's all the time, trust God. I want you to close your eyes by your heads. We're gonna pray. We're gonna bind the spirit of doubt, unbelief, fear. We're gonna bind all those spirits.
I got my praise team up here. They're coming up right now. I got my praise team. Should I get my praise team up there? There you go. Come on. We're going to pray. I got my evangelist up here and my, my little prophet up here. going to help me. Amen. I want you to close your eyes. You know what I love about this? Watching them come up here. The Bible says, such is the kingdom of heaven, like little children. They came up here. They weren't scared. They just came up here and said, you know what? We're coming up here to, to worship God. Amen. I love that. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, though we come against the spirit of doubt and unbelief, we bind every spirit of unbelief. We bind the spirit of infirmity. We bind the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. We command every spirit of the adversary to be bound. We come against every distracting spirit, every depressing spirit. And we command you in the name of Jesus to lose the hearts of God's people, to lose their minds. In the name of your Lord, flood their hearts, their minds with your peace, with your love, with your faith. Increase their capacity for faith. Lord, give them a hunger and a thirst for the word of God like never before. And we ask these things right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. This is Pastor Belinda Minor from Power of the Word Prophetic Church. I wanted to take this opportunity to just say thank you so much for supporting the radio ministry. If you would like to drop by our Facebook page, it's Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Please contact us and reach out to us. We'll continue to keep you and your family lifted up. God bless you and we love you today. The FCB Radio Network.